Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, you've read all the books, so why are you stuck? Uh, and with us in our virtual studio is Elaine taylor Um Very anxious to get into the content of our show, but before we do, real quickly, our program is being brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, um, better known as CHAD. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, all you have to do is listen to our show um, and listen for a secret word that we'll share a couple times. Write that word down. Listen to another show. Uh, write that secret word down and send me an email with just th- those two secret words. And the email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. Again, attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When I get it, we will get it off to Chad. We will get you a current PDF copy of the October edition or whatever edition is in print when you listen to this, and they will send you a, the next copy um, of the magazine when it's published. Um, real quick, we're going to run a promo here. We are in the, almost the eve, a couple of weeks away from the uh, 2020 um International Conference on ADHD, with this, which this year is the first time, is virtual. Did an interview with Dr. Ari Tuckman uh, two weeks ago um, talking about this big event and the fact that it's the first time they've done a virtual conference. And we shared uh, some clips from uh, the two keynotes that we knew at the time, John Rating, Dr. Kathleen Deneau, and actually Sinbad has been added to that lineup. So we're going to run this little promo table on the conference, and we'll get into the show. Are you ready to connect with your tribe? Join Chad at the 2020 Virtual International Conference on ADHD. On November 5th to the 7th, learn the latest tools, treatments, and strategies to help manage your ADHD. Connect with speakers, peer support groups, and gather lots of new ideas and action plans that may help you or your child with ADHD to live a healthier and stronger life. Register today at chad.org. Thanks, Chad, for your support of Attention Talk Radio. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our uh, listeners to become members or financially support Chad because a strong financial Chad is a strong uh, voice uh, for the ADHD community, uh, especially when we're lobbying on Capitol Hill and dealing with different regulatory agencies to get – uh, the type of things that those with ADHD need to thrive. Certainly by becoming a member, there's a lot of great member benefits, but uh, if you have ADHD and you're impacted by it, uh, Chad is, uh, is really there to support all of us. So please uh, go to chadd.org and check it out. Uh, sign up as a, as a member and or donate. Okay, so it is ADHD Awareness Month. Our topic tonight is you've read all the books, so why are you stuck? Um, when I was thinking about doing the show, I was thinking about who I would interview on this. And Elaine, uh, who's been a been on our show many times, came to mind. I see she's absolutely perfect. Elaine is a veteran healthcare and uh, parenting advocate, 
Uh, she's a writer and a certified coactive coach, a public speaker, and advisor for families raising kids with complex needs. And I want to emphasize the complex needs. Um, kids with ADHD, there's ADHD, but often there's comorbid conditions, and there's other things that fall in those umbrellas. So it's not just about ADHD. It's just complex kids. Her experience as a co-parent with her husband, David, and their and their ADHD family of five led Elaine to become a parenting coach and a voice for parents of children who struggle with the fundamentals of life and learning. She's the co-founder of ImpactParents.com and ImpactADHD.com, a global support training and coaching resource for parents of kids with ADHD and related challenges. She's the co-author of Sanity School Behavioral Therapy Training for Parents and Teachers. She's the co-author of Parenting ADHD Now, Easy Intervention Strategies to Empower Kids with ADHD. Um, let's see, I lost my train of thought here. ADHD and um, oh, excuse me, everyone. She's the, the new book. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Parenting ADHD now easy intervention strategy to empower kids with ADHD and the author of the upcoming book, The Essential Guide to Raising Complex Kids with ADHD, Anxiety, and More. Elaine uh, graduated from Wesleyan University. Um, and with all that, her website is impactadhd.com and impact. Uh, parents.com, I believe. Yes. And with that, Elaine, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's, it's great to be welcomed and remind me to, to reduce my bio. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mouthful. But you've been doing this for a long time. You've got lots of pictures. It is. It is. Great. So, um, so, you know, Elaine, one of the things we, we first connected in the coaching world, I got, I think it was like 2008 2009 when we were both kind yep. of newbies to this and as we've evolved it's been interesting because one of the things that I've always looked at you is that you focus on the process you work a lot of times with parents and they come to us with goals and things that they want to accomplish and you're very process minded it's not just the outcome it's the methodology and the problem solving that you do in order to get there and I really wanted to do this show with you because People with ADHD struggle, and there's a ton of information out there. If you really look at the number of books and the number of webinars and the information out there, it's massive to the point in time. Sometimes I really talk to people with ADHD and say, are you drowning in a sea of strategies? And I think it's really, really common. But at the end of the day, a lot of people are still struggling with yeah. those strategies. And I really wanted to talk about that in this particular show and really kind of focus in on that. From your perspective, let's talk about that. Why do you think that people are stuck even though they've got so much knowledge? Well, because information's not enough, right? Because this is not about, you know, if you had a, a kid with diabetes, you would learn the information, you'd figure out what the numbers were, you'd know what you should eat or what you shouldn't eat or what medication or whatever, and, and you'd address it. ADHD doesn't lend itself to the numbers in the same way. It's a much more complicated condition to learn to manage because it requires management. It's not something you fix. You don't medicate it to, to eliminate the symptoms. You, medicate, you use medication to reduce the symptoms so that you can be more receptive to management strategies. So, you know, at the end of the day, the, the problem I think that, that many people face with, with ADHD is that we don't really understand that it's not a problem to be solved. It's a condition to be incrementally managed in lots and lots of, of little ways. Does that resonate? Yeah, it really does. And it's a problem uh, that you work on solutions for. Did I get that right? 
Yeah, but you do it one at a time. You don't, like, yeah. there's not a solution for ADHD. And, you know, I just want to go back for a second because we did some research this summer on, um, on, you know, what helps parents make the decision to get support or not get support or what, what information they're getting from their providers. And part of, the, part of the challenge is there's a lot of confusion about what is recommended treatment. And, and, and so when parents are doing all of these webinars that you and I do, like great content, great information, uh -huh. and it's really important to have information, but information is only the first step. It's what you do with it that matters, and that's where a lot of parents, a lot of people with ADHD are just not getting support in the next step, which is, okay, now you understand it. Now what do you do about it? Yeah, and so I, I want to go back to, because this is going to tee this up, is it's a problem solved, and you need to sit down and look at it. And to me, ADHD is not a tip, a trick, a solution, a strategy. But I do a lot of right. working with people to help them problem solve. Mm -hmm. problem solve. It's all I'm gonna, about problem I'm gonna, solving. I'm gonna, I, know, I know the fur on the back of your neck is going to stand up, but, you know, when you go through math <laughs> and you learn word problems, you have to practice solving word problems. It's not – Math is not a, I mean, a, a spectator sport. You actually have to got to go in there and do it, and it's helpful under the guidance of somebody. And so one of the themes about this is I know that I read several books on how to play the guitar. Mm -hmm. But when I sat down, I could not play the guitar. Right. I couldn't do because it. Because you didn't have the muscle memory. You didn't have the application. You, you had the theory. I, I, right. I didn't have that. I didn't even have the insights. Sometimes right. I'll never forget this, and it's kind of funny. I used to swim backstroke um, internationally a long time when I was in college. And it's funny, a backstroke start is you start with your toes in the water. Well, that's what it looks like. But if you really are smart, what you know is you, you put your feet pigeon-toed because your feet will slip on the wall. But you want pigeon-toed to get more surface area of your foot onto that wall so you don't slip when you go backwards. That's a small insight that typically is not found in books. They just demonstrate it. It's not really mentioned. And when you get with, with somebody that's helping you apply some of that knowledge, they give you lanes. Think of it like this in mindsets that really kind of help you go forward. And so at the end of the day – I really want to emphasize if you've got if you've read all these books and you're stuck, it's the application of that knowledge and the problem solving that's the issue. And I don't think many people actually seek that out. They just think they're going to read the book and they'll be able to apply it. Thoughts? Well, and and you're you're absolutely right on target. And they don't. And part of the reason they don't is because I think that our medical community doesn't do as good a job as, as we need them to in really helping people understand how comprehensive it needs to be to manage ADHD, right? If, if your doctor is saying, here, go take this medicine, you're fine. Or if the doctor is saying, here, just, you should just go sign up for this magazine or, you know, listen to these webinars, you're, you'll be fine. They're not really setting the expectation for families that, that this actually requires a, a deeper level of understanding to be able to address it. And so we start by setting people, setting people off on their own without really helping them understand what they're about to get into. And as you wow. say, what they're about to get into is a constant process, of, a daily process of problem solving again and again and again. I and overt that. problem solving. Because a lot of people problem solve in their heads, but what we need to do, particularly with our kids, is to verbalize it and teach them to problem solve out loud because they don't pick it up naturally. It actually needs to be taught. I love that. And, I love that. And modeled. Yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely love that. Want to go to break? 
Uh, when we come back, we're going to pick up on this kind of this conversation in more detail because I want people to have a vivid understanding of this, not just preconceptual. Our secret word tonight is books. Our secret night is books. Uh, check out uh, impactparents.com and impactadhd.com to learn more about Elaine. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Do you worry when your child is left out? Does your child have trouble making and keeping friends? Life skills can be challenging for ADHD kids. Learn how you can be your child's greatest ally by reading the book Ned Hollowell described as a game changer. Michelle Borba referred to as the ultimate guide for parents. And Michael Thompson praised as the groundbreaking book you've been waiting for. Go to playbetterplan.com to buy a copy of Caroline McGuire's book, Why Will No One Play With Me? While you're there, subscribe to download her free mini-course on developing social skills for children. That's playbetterplan.com. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We are here during ADHD Awareness Month, and I've got Elaine taylor Claus on the line, and we're having a conversation. Uh, if you are listening to this, uh, this show, uh, I, I trust you were drawn to the title. Um, you've read all the books so why are you stuck? Um, I'm really trying to illuminate some of that um, right here and really kind of – I like my guitar analogy. I use that a lot to describe to people is that I read the books, but I don't know how to play the guitar because I actually have to sit down and go through that process. And l- learning that process is helpful with a tutor or a coach, uh, which I also want to dovetail. I've, I've, I've asked um, this question so many people have called me, name a professional athlete that doesn't have a coach. And it's interesting because nobody's ever been able to name one because the coach is always helping somebody kind of apply the skills and the problem solve in different scenarios. And so leading into this stuff, I just really wanted to be frank with Elaine and you guys out there that often when you're getting this knowledge, you need some help in the application of it. And before the break, Elaine, you were really kind of talking about the mental health community doesn't really engage and let people understand the breadth of what needed that. Can you talk about that a little bit more from your perspective? Yeah. And I, and I want to, I want to say, I don't mean, I don't mean this from any place of judgment, right? I think that every, every medical professional out there, the therapist and the psychologist and the, and the pediatricians and psychiatrists, everybody's doing the best they can with the information they have. Oftentimes, particularly if they haven't just recently come out of school, they haven't been terribly well educated about what's really involved with ADHD management. There's been a ton of research in the last 10 to 15 years. Not everybody is going to be as current as, as you and I are that are doing it every day. Um, and and as, as we go on, we're beginning to see more and more that, that behavior management requires a different approach. Uh, we've, we've got research, Dr. Barkley's got research that shows that, that therapy 
traditional therapy is not a, a, an effective treatment, at least for kids with ADHD, um, because you're not addressing the problem at the point of performance. And, and so what's really required, required is what's known as behavior therapy, but there's a lot of misunderstanding about what that term actually means. And so many pediatricians and therapists assume that means, well, send them to a therapist. But in fact, what it means is put them in an environment where they're learning as parents or teachers, where they're getting training in behavior management strategies and skills and concepts um, in a community where they can work with a professional and get some feedback. So whether that's in person or online, it's really learning to understand how to adapt the environment where the challenges are taking place. So in the classroom or at home, and these days at home, mostly. Um, so it's really important that the parent understands the problems, understand what may be causing the problems. And it's not enough to say, well, he's impulsive or she's emotional, but to understand what's behind that emotion or what's behind that impulse. Is it a working memory issue? Is it a, hyper, a, a sensitivity issue? Um, is, it, is it frustration intolerance? So as we begin to understand more detail what's causing a behavior, we can begin to help a child learn to manage it and, and self-regulate. Self but if we're just assuming it's naughty or we're just saying you've got to stop that behavior, we're not actually helping them learn to understand themselves well enough to manage themselves. Mm -hmm. And that starts by understanding it, for, by the medical community understanding that, and then driving or, or guiding parents and professionals to really get into a different level of problem solving. I, 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 I like, it's not a judgment or knock, as you said. A, a physician is trained to do what they do. They're not trained in behavioral therapy or coaching. They're exactly. trained to, to, to listen the, the the criteria fit this mold to make that diagnosis and stuff. And so sometimes I think we have expectations of them that set them up for failure because they can only know so much. And so you have to move on to this process and then you have to learn how to problem solve in that. And I do want to kind of highlight one of the things that I've learned over the years is that you have to understand ADHD and, and you, Elaine was just talking about it, is I found that working memory is a huge issue for people with ADHD. And mm -hmm. students today are looking at a computer screen of a, of a laptop or something like that, and they don't realize that that's taxing to the working memory. Corporate America's got multiple screens that are up right now that's more – it alleviates the burden on your working memory a little bit. But not knowing that, that – the underlying issues working memory and knowing you need to adapt the environment maybe for the student to get multiple screens tips tricks and strategies are not going to solve the problem because the environment and the tools aren't necessarily there so again i just wanted right. to highlight some of this so that parents begin to get an idea and or if you have adhd just in general why a coach is really helpful to kind of help you begin to understand these nuances um <laughs> another yeah. thing i also want to talk about is that issue with adhd is when you've seen one person with ADHD, you've seen one person with ADHD. One person. <laughs> right. you, you and I did an interview on Parent Palooza a couple of years ago, and I was talking about working memory. And I was talking about how some people, for working memory purposes, need to leave something out as a visual reminder of, to do something. And if they put it away, it's out of sight of their mind. You might as well have thrown it away. Whereas other yep. people can't focus because it's visual clutter. The epicenter is the same thing. It's a working memory issue, but they people have two different styles and they're in direct conflict with each other. So how do you reconcile that? That's the types of stuff that's, that's not necessarily in the books that go to problem solving, which is why this is an issue. Thoughts on that? 
Uh, couldn't agree with you more. I can, you know, about 30 different examples from my own life and my clients' lives are coming up as you're saying that. Thinking about a, a, a mom and a daughter. A mom was really having a hard time with her teenage daughter, and the house was a mess, and she thought it was so cluttered. And her daughter was an artist applying to art portfolio, applying to art school, and needed to put together a portfolio. And the mom wanted it put to get put away every single night, and the daughter needed it out so that she could see it, so that she wasn't starting over again every time she started working on it, as you talk about rebooting, yep. right? Yep. And so um, we had to sort of navigate that and help shift the expectation of the mom and help her understand that, that her daughter wasn't being irresponsible by leaving it out. In fact, she was being more responsible by leaving it out. And so <laughs> then we had to kind of navigate how can we do it in a way that works for everybody. Because we do have to live together, and it is sometimes difficult when one of us has, you know, is totally stressed out by clutter and the other doesn't see it. That's a, that needs to be navigated. Yep. But Absolutely. not judged. Absolutely. Um, Time-wise, I want to go to another break. We're going to come back here real quickly, everybody. The secret word tonight is books. Again, secret word is books. Go check out um, impactfamilies.com, impactadhd.com to learn more about Elaine. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everyone. We're here with Elaine taylor Claus. Uh, trying to give you guys some insights and some a context and a framework to understand why, if you've read all the books, why you might still be stuck. Um, and which leads me to one of the things that I find uh, one of the biggest problems with people that read the books um, is I call it mindset. They're looking at things through a lens. Your mind is set up to think a certain way. And one of the things that I find a lot of people is they, they're here to overcome their ADD. And I find I spend a lot of time working with people just trying to shift their mindset to quit fighting the ADD, but work with the ADD. And that's pretty profound because also often they just want to grunt their way through that. And ADHD is such an issue of self-regulation. You're like saying, I want to use self-regulation to overcome self-regulation. I'm like, no, (laughs) that's crazy. Like like you're using your weakness to overcome your weakness. It's it's, it's whatever. And so I'm finding a lot of times, I'm spending a lot of time with people really just shifting that mindset. Like like we said earlier, it's not about a, a tip, trick, or strategy. It's about learning how to problem solve every day through the life of a person with ADHD. Thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. 
I think you're, you're spot on. I mean, one of the things I struggle with is parents always call me saying, I want strategies, right? I'm looking for strategies. I want, I want to put some systems in place. And it's, it's like starting, I don't mean like Stephen Covey start with the end in mind. It's like starting at the end of the game, you know, when you start with strategies. Yep. If you don't understand what you're trying to achieve, why it's, what your challenge is that you're trying to address and how to improve that, the strategy, it may help, but it may not, and you're very likely to end up missing out on a strategy that could be effective if you understood how to apply it or tweak it or nuance it in a way that really works for you. So what, what I think happens is, is that we want fixes, right? We want, we want to fix this thing, and this is not a thing that gets fixed. This is a challenge to be sort of overcome or, or a series of challenges to be, to be understood and, as you say, incorporated into your life or integrated or managed, however you want to look at it. And if we don't, if we don't accept that, then, then we're constantly, like Sisyphus, pushing that rock up the hill, right? Yeah, well put. And it's not a rock. It's a huge boulder, and you're having a hard time moving at all uh, because you're kind of paying attention to the wrong thing. And, again, the mindset, what, what I'm doing with people is probably one of the most difficult. It takes a while for somebody to kind of change the way they look at something, the way they believe something. Yeah. Um, but but that resistance sometimes is they just you just have to do it a certain way is really difficult to overcome sometimes. But again, a lot of times that's the very reason that they're stuck is because they're they're stuck trying to do it the, the most difficult way a person could as opposed to embracing the easy way. Well, you know, here's what comes up to me as you're saying it, right? Is that part of what parents struggle with with kids with ADHD and teens especially is their kids don't want help. Well, the kids don't want help because they want it to go away. They don't want to have the problem in the first place. They don't want it to exist. They want to pretend this isn't happening. And, and if, if this were not a problem, then I wouldn't need help. And so, you know, it's this, like, yep. vicious cycle that continues. And the parents are the same way, and it's the same for us as adults with ADHD. Until we stop fighting it and saying, I just want this to go away, it's really hard to do something about it. I'm trying to think of a really good metaphor for it, but um, and nothing's kind of popping up at me right now. But it, you know, you, you've got to you've got to recognize um, that there is something that you're dealing with that requires thinking about it differently and doing something differently. It's not enough to say if you would just just mm -hmm. put your keys in the back hall, just just open up your notebook, just it, you know. If we could just, we would have done it already. <laughs> yeah, if, 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 that's when people start shooting all over themselves. I should do this and right. I should do that. If we could do that, we would have done that by now. Like, you're driving me crazy. You couldn't do something different. Um, and, you know, exactly. I, I will actually – I'll tell this story. I've said it before. Attention Talk Radio was born. I have a hard time writing. I have dyslexia. It's absolutely miserable for me to write. And when I got into this business, everybody's like, "You got to write a book. You got to do a blog." And I'm like, "Oh my God! I just would, I would, I would anxiety over that." And so the idea is, I'm like, "I'm not going to fight that and just try harder." I started my this radio show as a means to do that. And talking and interviewing people is so much easier for me to produce content. And so I shifted my mindset around that and made that adjustment. And you know, over 10 years later, I'm still doing it and gotten 
accomplish my goal, but I got an education like no other because little did I know I was going to interview all the experts in the world. So it's sometimes it takes that change of mindset. I just don't need to try harder to write that book. I need to try different and embrace that and problem solve around that as a means to kind of get there. So, well, um, and it's, you know, what you're speaking to is the brilliance of people with ADHD, right? When we play to our strengths, it's unbelievable what we can accomplish, but it's when we're constantly trying to get ourselves to, to do better in, in some area because we think we should. You know, I remember years ago, David Gork talking about the performance paradigm. And, you know, we take a kid who's bad at math and we just get, make them do more and more and more math instead of saying, well, okay, so they may never be great at math, but wow, look at what an artist this kid is. Mm-hmm. And if we focus only on the deficits and don't really use the strengths and play to the strengths and use them as a solution to our, mm-hmm. to our challenges, we're, we're missing the whole opportunity of yep. it. And there is yep. extraordinary opportunity. There is. There really is. So in totality, for the people that are listening – is we all like that quick fix. Give me that tip, that trick, or that strategy. You're going to do that. But I actually find that it's exhausting. People go and they try and they churn over and over and over, and then they start to bully themselves and shame themselves when those things don't aren't implemented as opposed to backing up and really actually problem solving, becoming aware of themselves and do that. And that's difficult to do sometimes just by reading a book. I have a, a funny well, thing yeah. that I do where I, 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 I there's a, there's a, a knot called a bowline knot and if you ever read the instructions in order to figure out how to tie it it's horrifically difficult i've never been able to see anybody tie the knot after reading the instructions but i could show you the rope and i like flip this thing around rabbit comes out of the hole around the tree back in the hole in two seconds everybody's got it um through that description so sometimes converting that stuff into print into action is really really challenging and if you just have somebody who's who understands that stuff and can work your way through it it can make it so much easier Right. You were going to say? I, I don't even know. I mean, it's, you're <laughs> right on target. <laughs> like, nope. um, but the notion that somehow try harder is a legit strategy is part of what I think we've got to help people understand. So I think if I had a no, yep. any message I want to leave people with today, Jeff, it's just try harder is not an effective strategy for managing ADHD. In it's fact, it's, it's a road to nowhere. <laughs> or it is. It's a road to and a lot it's, of it's an obstacle. Absolutely, and a lot of anxiety. So, yeah. Any other any other last thoughts before we wrap this up? Um, you know, is is this is not hard. It's not as hard as we think it is, but as you pointed to earlier, it's it really starts with shifting how we think about it and and getting out of the mindset that we're going to fix this or solve this and shifting into a mindset that says, okay, how do I manage this challenge? How do I address that challenge? And really do it little bits and incrementally step by step. And it's amazing how quickly you can begin to, to have dramatic change as you, as you begin to take it little piece by little piece. We call it taking aim, really little things one at a time. And what I like about Elaine and the reason I want to have on our is um, uh, Sandy's school and the programs that they develop, it's, it, they're, they're teaching a process of problem solving to parents to work with kids. When I'm coaching people, I, I, use, I, I use what I call attention exercises to put people in experiences so they can see 
ADHD in a non-ADHD way so they can kind of see it unfold in their head, then I kind of give them targets to look and say, we've got a problem solve around these. And if we sit and focus on those issues and become creative, we can actually get there. So at the end of the day, it's like teaching people how to fish as opposed to just giving them a fish for dinner. And one of the things I like about what you're doing and our philosophies is the ideas where these, these processes of ruling how to problem solve get kind of results. And as a parent, it's again, it's like a word problem in math. It's, I hated those things myself, but you have to practice it and get some people to kind of help your way through that. And you can get better with it over time with proficiency. So all that yeah. said. Well, and right. what I would add, one quick thing I would add, which is, is it, we want to teach them to fish. And then ultimately we want to teach them how to plan a fishing trip. Right. Yes. We want them to learn how to take that and apply it again and again and again to manage their whole life. And so it's, it's, I want to extrapolate it from there and say that the real purpose of this is to feel like you have the capacity to command your life and to live your life the way you want to live it. And, and we all do have that capacity, and it starts by, sh- by looking at it from a mindset perspective differently and then, as you're saying, taking a problem-solving approach. So at the end of the day, it's shifting your mindset and realizing the application of knowledge is completely different than, than learning knowledge. And sometimes mm-hmm. you need the process and you need some help and some guidance. Because, again, I read all the books on playing the guitar, but I didn't learn how to play the guitar until I actually played the guitar. And as I look back, when right. I got help with it, it accelerated that learning process in a much more efficient way. So with that, Would Elaine, you really want a doctor who, who only goes to medical classes and never has any clinic time? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> touche, touche. So, Elaine, thanks so much for coming on the show. Always a pleasure. Thank you for asking. Everybody, go, uh, our speaker word tonight's books, go check out Elaine's websites, impactparents.com, impactadhd.com. Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.